I mean, if you don't know anything, then... I don't know, maybe I'm just a nerd. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. Or selamat datang. Welcome back to the ninth episode of The Indo Window. I hope everyone is having a good week and is staying safe. As you can tell by the title of this week's episode, myself and our featured guest will be discussing a few raunchy and possibly sensitive topics. So this could be kind of juicy. I think it's quite an interesting topic. But without further ado, I'd like to introduce the guest joining me this week, my cousin Ichan. Uh, hello, guys. My name is Ichan. I'm currently living in Jakarta, Indonesia, studying in my final year in university. Yay! And Ichan's English is pretty good, so I think we won't have any <laughs> language mixture in this episode. And Ichan, how old are you? You're a year older than I'm, me, right? Yeah, I'm 21 right now. Yeah, so we are both of age in our respective countries so if we do happen to talk about yep. anything personal it hasn't been illegal hopefully yeah so, just about, just just about, about yeah. Yeah. yeah so before we dive into this episode I just want to insert like a major disclaimer that we will be touching upon potentially sensitive topics for some people we are in no way promoting the use of drugs of alcohol and even if you do drink please do responsibly and only if you are of age and I'd advise anyone under the age of 18 to possibly skip this episode although I don't think my audience is that young so we should be all good but without further ado let's explore the cultural differences in nightlife drinking and drugs so let's start off with nightlife Do you know much about the nightlife scene in Indonesia? Well, back in the days before uh, the pandemic, I think I used to go drink out with my friends for like, I don't know, maybe once a week. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm kind of familiar with the nightlife. Did it kind of start when you went to uni, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, well, well before I uh, I went to the uh, my current university which is University of Indonesia I mm. used to go to Bandung which is another city in Indonesia and then I got introduced to drinking there oh okay yep. and then what was what was it like how did you get introduced to drinking it was just like a few friends were like hey let's go out for a drink and then uh, like yeah yeah I mean my, my friends were drinking from since high school you know oh, okay. uh, I wasn't exposed to, the, to those kind of things I didn't smoke I didn't I did some smoke cigarettes, I mean, and I didn't drink at all, probably just beers and stuff. Yeah, you were innocent, basically. <laughs> yeah, and then when I went to uni in, in Bandung, I think I'm just kind of in a culture shop where everyone and anyone I know basically uh, drinks or or just started drinking because I think the environment in Bandung is is new to a lot of people because they're far away from their homes, they're far mm-hmm. away from their parents. So it gave us a lot of freedom to do whatever we want. And one of those includes uh, trying alcohol. Yeah. So do you think that if you had stayed in Jakarta from the get-go, then you wouldn't have experienced that like instant feeling of freedom? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. But then do you reckon eventually you would have like... Of course, yeah. Start to drink, yeah. 
in my current uni is also it's not that different. It's just the way I started is uh, coincidentally in Bandung. So yeah, was it quite um easy for you to get drunk then? Like if you had never drank before in Bandung, and then suddenly you were like drinking. Well, when I first started drinking, I was kind of new to the feeling of being drunk, you know. And then I uh, kind of got addicted to it, so I started <laughs> drinking like like I don't know, like three to four times a week, even. Even like I used to skip classes just because I was so hungover from the oh, okay. night. But yeah, the older I get, it's just like uh, it's not. I'm not that big of a drinker anymore. You know? I see. So in terms of like going out and stuff, like into the well, I don't know if there is much of a clubbing scene in Indonesia. Is there? Actually, yeah, there is. I mean, especially in Jakarta, in South Jakarta, like mm. there is some like five plus you know popular spots to uh, to go clubbing you know there's <clears throat> there's one in Pondokinda there's one in STBD you know, near Pacific Place yeah yeah and those those places actually it's just packed every single weekend yeah is it is it full of like um like underage people though because like you mentioned the thing about the freedom yeah, I feel like yeah. people would be you know getting fake IDs <laughs> sneaking yeah, in and stuff yeah well I think uh like id checking in jakarta it's not that often like as long as you don't look like a you know like a child yeah like they'll let you in regardless like even though you're 16 and 17 <clears throat> like my high school mates were, used to be like 16 17 and then they they go to clubbing they didn't get asked for id so oh, okay. yeah like most of the time even even recently in in like in the last year i i went clubbing and then i saw someone from like middle school really yeah yeah so so it's just kind of uh yeah and it, like everyone can can go to club I guess is that the sort of age people start clubbing then like middle school high school even though they're not supposed to uh, well yeah I think most most people in middle school I think they started trying cigarettes and trying uh trying alcohol in middle school I think most most of them so mm. I think I'm kind of a beginner to like, yeah like compared to them you know uh-huh but actually, you are like at the right age to start doing it, whereas that maybe yeah. they're the ones that are like starting too early. Yeah, that's what I tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is it like going out in Indonesia? Because I can imagine it's very different from what it's like over here. Well, yeah, I think I've been to like seven different clubs or bars or spots mm. where where usually a lot of them, you know, it's. It's, it's kind of packed every single weekend and then sometimes you ha- you would have to go wait in a line to get in yeah. and sometimes the place is full so you gotta find other places to drink at you yeah know? but I think because the clubs are now filled with you know high schoolers and middle schoolers I think people of my age uh, tend to go to uh, you know in the more chill places you know like mm. Where we drink wines instead of, you know, hard liquor. Yeah. Like so you become wines. more sophisticated the older you get. Well, it's not the drink is, itself is not sophisticated at all. I mean, it's, it's basically cheap local wine. Well, Amer. Amer, yeah. <laughs> and I think the, the older we get, me and my friends, we we enjoy just being like the only like our group. Just like, yeah. just like all of us just like drinking instead of going to clubs, meeting new people, you know meeting girls for example like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah did you enjoy like clubbing there though like going out yeah yeah it's fun it's be- uh, because 
as a, as a great way to meet new people mm-hmm. and then it's a great way to have fun you know like I like rap rap music when, uh, yeah. when I'm drunk, so it's fun to uh, listen to rap music while you know dancing and uh, conversing with other people is the music pretty western then yeah it's pretty much western but mm-hmm. I think it's kind of it depends on the club you know if the club is very uh, hip like my age and stuff like yeah of course like it's mostly pop and hip-hop and a little bit of EDM but mm. uh, some places also offer uh, live music oh, like okay. live Indonesian music where they can sing and dance like old Indonesian songs Ooh. old Indonesian disco songs you know mm. but I prefer you know clubs that that offers a uh, hip-hop I mean this is a very obvious question but I assume that clubs haven't been open since COVID right <laughs> well yeah some clubs I've I, actually went went to a club once after the pandemic really when yeah um maybe in like august september yeah oh and last year last year yeah. okay yeah, and it's and it's kind of scary you know because like everyone was not wearing mask everyone yeah was like was that like, like yeah, legal i'm not sure <laughs> i don't think so but I don't know I just I just I just want to join my friends yeah so would you say like like going out clubbing and stuff is that quite common then in Indonesia yeah yeah it's Mm -hmm. very common especially in Jakarta I think you kind of like mentioned well we kind of touched upon it earlier but over here like clubbing can kind of be perceived as a important or like contributing element of like the university experience you know Um, obviously not for everyone but the general perception is that would you say it's the same over there yeah yeah because when I uh, in, in my like uni like the freshmen usually always the ones who are very eager to go to clubs mm. because that, that way they can uh, they can bond together you know yeah you know like their class like their badge they can bond together by having those parties having those uh, night outs you know yeah and, get I used drunk. To do that. and get drunk and then just have fun and then just making friends with people like you initially don't know yeah yeah I think it's a great way to for you to bond with your new friends in your uni I think it's Mm. important to do that I think for people who wants to go to clubs it also makes it kind of tricky though for people who aren't into going out or drinking because they have to find other ways to socialize there obviously Mm -hmm. are other ways to socialize but I know people who aren't into that and then when they get to uni they feel kind of like peer pressured and stuff which isn't great but well a lot of my friends actually didn't drink until they went to my uni so I think a lot yeah it's just kind of peer pressure and then seeing everyone even like the smart students the the grade a students who who don't look like they drink but they do so but like most of them actually started drinking uh, like just recently just because of everyone's drinking basically you know mm. so let's move more specifically on the drinking even though I feel like we've talked about it a lot already but how common would you say it is among the like younger generation or our generation to like drink basically I think it's very common I can't I can't say if it's like the majority or not but most of the people I know my friends my circle my, and and my uni in general and other unis in general I think yeah a lot of them do do drink and what do people drink in Indonesia well yeah that's that depends on the uh, occasion I think oh really because because I think in 
uh, from my experience, we go to clubs when there's like a large group of friends coming, you know, like, you know, this batch, my batch having a party. So we got to go yeah. to clubs so that, so that, you know, it's, it's a much more conducive environment instead of like going to a chill bar where we, we crowd the place. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think when, when it's just a small group of friends and then we go like to a more chill bar and then maybe drink wine, beers or something like that. So then if it's like clubby, it's like more when the liquor comes out and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like it's really expensive, like liquor and stuff in Indonesia, isn't it? Yeah, it does actually. For for a single bottle in a, in a proper club, I think the, the average is like 1 million rupiah, which I think, I don't know, it's 50 quid. Yeah. Well, for like a full bottle of what? Like for a full bottle of, yeah, vodka, like a like a gin or like a jameson whiskey oh, wow. or something yeah. yeah see like for indonesia like relative to indonesia that's expensive but if you compare it to like getting a bottle of vodka in a club here that's not bad <laughs> well oh yeah actually i think the thing is we we could have a cheaper option like the local drinks you know yeah exactly but well now people usually actually they buy local drinks or the low the wines outside of the club and then they drink it and then so when they come into the club, they're already drunk. So they don't, they don't have to spend a lot of money. Exactly. That's like, yeah. that's a really good tactic. Just to like pre-drink like pre-drink, yeah. really hard, right? And then mm-hmm. you only need to buy like one or two drinks when you get to the club or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So obviously Indonesia is a very Muslim populated country. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine there to be a lot of like taboos around drinking and it to be like restricted and stuff. Do you feel that? I think it's not like one of those cases where we, people who drink are, you know, discriminated or they're, I don't know how to say it in English, like uh, they're direndahin. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like they get, maybe like they get insulted and maybe they prejudged just because they drink, you know. Okay. But in most cases, it's not actually like that in, in Indonesia because I think drinking has become so common in especially in our age groups to to the point that it's just basically a normal thing even for even in a muslim populated country like this i think we're pretty uh, liberal and pretty uh, tolerant on people who drinks or don't drink you know really yeah it's not that bad i mean maybe it's just our soccer maybe it's just our generation but but you know like my my parents are fine with me drinking okay you know? yeah. yeah i'm quite surprised i feel like I don't know if someone if there was like a group of like people drinking outside and then there's like possibly like older people walking past I feel like they'd be kind of like judgy towards it they probably would but I mean like the ones who could stop us from drinking are usually like the police or like the security that's guarding the place wherever Mm. we're in well recently we we've drink a lot in in the parking lot in Estebede which is like a like a big parking lot where we just yeah. park our cars and then we just drink our you know wines and stuff yeah and and then I think even though there's security there's police there I think they're just they're just tolerant and like they let us do whatever we want well, like we can drink there we can hang out there with our friends but <gasps> but as long yeah as long as we don't cause much trouble we don't create a scene something like that yeah yeah and, and I then, guess because you're of age as well. So if if they were to be like, oh, let me see your ID, then it would be no, fine. I, just because they're like police or like security, I don't think they have the authority to do that. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think like 
like there's no they they do but they just don't do it like they don't they don't really care you know uh, okay yeah they do care when when like you're drunk driving home and then you crash into some, something or somebody now now that suddenly becomes their business but yeah obviously because you shouldn't be yeah. drink driving in the first place yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as long as you don't cause see any trouble for the public, then I think you're fine. You'll be okay. Fine. So would you say it's as normal as it is here? No, no. Like, like some parents, yeah, some parents won't, won't let their kids drink just because, like, the stereotype of like the people in Indonesia. I think in general, they think that drinking causes harm and then it's against the religion and all that stuff. But yeah, I think not from my generation and the in my younger generation i think they've become much more liberal and it's becoming less and less of a of an occurrence for someone to stereotype someone that bad just because they drink so yeah so i haven't had many much any any trouble with okay drinking. that's yeah. good then in a sense i guess that's a way of like indonesia moving forward maybe <laughs> yeah 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 would you would you say that a drinking culture of some form does exist then in Indonesia? Of course, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to the topic of drugs. <laughs> so, just in general, how do you think people's attitudes are towards drugs in Indonesia? Well, I think uh, drugs and and alcohol is just very two very different things and in our culture and our law in Indonesia because I, I mean you can drink as long as you're uh, on legal age but yeah. drugs are of any kind like marijuana or anything it's just like that's a no-no you know definitely like, like you can get a de- death sentence if you if you get caught yeah um, I was gonna say like as far as I'm aware if you're caught with weed in Indonesia it's like jail isn't it or is it actually a death sentence no i think if you're possessing weed you know like in in the in a normal range of yeah of the, well, i mean i don't i don't actually know the the law behind it but i think we go to jail because of it but if you get caught being the the plug you know the distributor yeah i, I think that's a that's a wrap oh uh, what about like the accessibility for drugs I don't know much about that because I don't I've never really tried them or even yeah across, yeah yeah I'm or even come across like someone who sells them or anything like that but no. oh, really like not yeah. even like any of your friends or anything um yeah no oh, okay yeah. I guess in a way that's good then that it must be really like undercover because yeah it must be, it must be yeah I would have just assumed like people kind of know a little something but I mean, if you don't know anything, then... I don't know, maybe I'm just a nerd. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or, no, it's... I guess, yeah, it's kind of good that you don't know. But do you know if if it's used often? Or, like, if there are a lot of, like, stoners in Indonesia? Stoners? I don't think so. I mean, well, like, I don't know if you know this, but in Aceh, you know Aceh? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, in the... The north of Sumatra, mm. uh, yeah, north Sumatra. I think, I think they're one of the biggest producers of marijuana in, in the world. Oh, really? And I've heard like their and their strains. I think it's pretty good if if actually if it's actually being exported. Yeah. So I don't. I've I've heard of some stories, or some some kind of you know people using or people 
distributing drugs from Aceh because that that's where the supply comes from. Oh, but it seems expensive, of, right? Um, I don't think I don't know. I'm not. You know, I'm not too sure. Okay, <laughs> is like marijuana the um most common then out of um, all of them? I think so. I think so. Mm. But but I think a lot of other hard drugs is also common because because a lot of celebrities have have been caught doing that you know like meth. oh really oh like right a lot of celebrities have been caught using meth so yeah i don't know about the other drugs but those two are, i think are the pre are the most uh relevant in news marijuana and, and meth uh for meth would that be like jail as well yeah jail. as long as you're not a dealer i think it's jail mm. for, you know, for a long time yeah I don't know if you've ever experienced this when you've been here in the UK but sometimes when you're just like walking around you just get like a whiff of like weed like yeah, nearby yeah, yeah. do you ever get that in Indonesia oh uh, no no I don't think so really okay well I mean like if they're smoking weed like on the side of the road I don't I think they're looking I don't think that anyone says you know as as dumb as that but but in the UK I think yeah it's just kind of reminds me when I was I think when I was 12 when I went to the UK when I when I went to see you guys yeah it's just kind of like just after new new year's eve like someone mm. just someone hotboxing in a car was driving fastest and I was like what is this smell like <laughs> and then was my, it my like mom, the first time you smell it yeah yeah oh. that's kind of weird and then and then your and then your brother told me mm. that oh, it's just weed and it's normal here and yeah and then yeah. and then the police they, they just like stare at them they don't even do anything yeah over here if it's like when it comes to weed and police I think because it's such a common thing they aren't mm-hmm. too asked about it yeah I I heard like if you just carry a couple of grams I think you'll be fine or is it, or I'm is not it too just sure. okay I'm not I'm not an expert <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay so just meth and weed then oh, that's interesting but I know yeah nice. so is it not like because with the drinking you said that was quite a big thing when you went to uni is it not the same then for drugs no no like drugs were you know no like that's so off limit but you know like the culture of meeting new friends like in yeah in there's a culture for, i don't think that's a culture for that okay okay to wrap things up um i'm curious I want to ask, from your opinion, which out of the three topics we've discussed um, do you think is most frowned upon? Uh, of course, drugs, yeah. Yeah. Even like marijuana, even though in, in the US it's been like legal and like public officials have acknowledged their <clears throat> like their benefits, especially in, in, the, in the medical field. But there, is, but there is like a movement of Indonesian supporters of you know, marijuana. I think it's called oh. the Linkar ganja nusantara to, to legalize marijuana because i think for the longest time like the police and then the government just don't don't want to acknowledge like the medical benefits of marijuana mm. they just think about the bad things and even even marijuana is classified the same as heroin as mm-hmm. meth you know those class a drugs you know yeah. whether whereas in other countries marijuana has become a normal thing decriminalized yeah. did you yeah. say that was like a social movement that's being yeah started? yeah like a social oh, okay movement. that's interesting I want to like yeah, yeah. look into that. I didn't know that yes. was like happening. Yeah, it's called Linkar Ganja Nusantara. LGN. LGN. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So yeah. 
as always please do give the pod's instagram a follow if you have anything to ask i'm planning to do a little q a session at some point and the instagram page will be the right place to do so that brings us to the end of this week's episode thank you ichan for taking the time to speak to us today about all of this been Happy quite interesting um, thank you thank you for inviting me here also of course of course I feel like I've just like gone through all my cousins now just like one by one <laughs> but yeah thank you again and I'll see you all in two weeks time for another episode bye bye